Welcome. Welcome to Shit My Dad Says. I'm Warren. I'm Alex. And we're here to talk today about toys. Toys! Stuff that I've had when I was a kid. Stuff that Alex played with when he was a kid and some things that now that he collects or... The, the, some of the toys that come to mind for me personally are like Bakugan, Beyblade, uh, the dual decks when it comes to Yu-Gi-Oh! used to have a bunch of that. So a dual deck in Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, it's like a card game. It's like a monster card game. Uh, and you have like five slots for monster cards and five slots for either spell, trap, or enchantment cards or something like right, that. that was something that was on your arm, right? You put it on your arm, right? Yeah, so like a dual deck, you put it on your on your arm and it flipped to that that field so you could play Yu-Gi-Oh portably uh, while standing up instead of having to look for a table. It was, it was a lot of fun, it folded in really nicely and I used to play a bunch of it as it was fun. Well, that's what toys were initially meant to be for. I mean, like when I was a kid, the first things that I think the first things I kind of remember were like Hot Wheels cars. And you you had you had some of those. It wasn't like we had a oh, lot yeah. of them, but there were like cars and toys that we I played with the kid. It was definitely little little Hot Wheels cars, either Matchbox too. But I mean, mainly still, Hot Wheels were. They're still collectibles. They're, they're still collectibles. Still cool though. A lot of them are. Well, cars have kind of always been popular. Like Hess trucks, even through my generations. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Hess trucks were a tradition for Christmas every year. We always got the Hess truck of the year, and uh, we kept it as collectible. We played around with them whenever uh, we had the chance. So what do, you, what do you think the fascination with like cars and vehicles was? Well, it's an American thing, really. America. I mean, America is a, is a car-obsessed country. I mean, if you think about it, think about all the stuff that's like, like I said, some of them, like, there's like channels for it, Motor Trend. I don't know how many different, there's like Motor Trend, and there's a bunch of other car channels. That's all they do is talk about cars all the time, you know. And people have got to like them. And then there's think of the amount of shows that are on those too. How people mm -hmm. like those and stuff like that. Now with the Hess trucks, I think it's it's kind of like a nostalgia thing because right now at this present time, Hess doesn't exist as a company anymore. Really? It, it's not a it's not a gas company anymore. But they're, they're still putting out Hess trucks. Well, they're though. still putting out Hess trucks. But even then, there's I because I'm I'm on their mailing list for stuff. Used to, they still sell like miniatures and stuff too. They still oh. sell all that stuff. There's just no actual Hess gas stations anymore. True. Not up here, at least. I don't think there are. Because they all became like Speedways or something like that. Speedways, Sunoco, 7-Eleven. Yeah, stuff like that. So Quickly. They're still selling as Hess trucks. But I think with, with the lure with Hess trucks is every year it was a different kind of it was a different oh concept. yeah it was like uh, a truck that was carrying a jet at one year one was like an actual like 18 wheeler others were like race shuttle. cars space shuttles i mean tankers and stuff like that now i remember when i was a kid how i took a, an actual one of those hest truck tankers mm -hmm. took it apart took it apart and made my own star wars action figure what spaceship out of it what i did is because i did is well i used to do this all the time with some of the toys i used to do because it was i mean it probably i probably wouldn't be happy about letting you do this stuff but when i was a kid i used to take them in like toys and break them apart or they would get broke apart or i'd take them apart unscrew them and stuff right. it's like what i did is i took like the the tanker off a hess truck turned it upside down pulled the the battery out of it and pulled the battery door out of it and that where you could sit a ah, star wars action figure and then what I did is I took off uh, Star Wars light, 
a sand speeder. Oh, we yeah. Take off the speeder and then I melted on the two rockets from that onto the side of the thing. So it was a ship. Dear God. <laughs> so I, would, I mean, I went through a lot of a lot of, uh, of lighters doing that stuff. It also wasn't uh, like, I don't know if I'm thinking like way before your time, but like it was a lot simpler time for toys. You had like army men, you had. Oh yeah. Well, uh, just before, well you think about toys before a certain time, they weren't made of plastic. They were all made of either wood paper or metal true that yeah. was the only stuff you could make them out of and it's like i mean you know a paper toy didn't last that long if no it did it was it had to be a cardboard and it had to be something some that really and the metal wasn't that strong back yeah, it was then cheap, either it was cheap yeah. metal it was like tin or it was even just something nickel they could put together real quick and it was cheap to make and it was cheap to to do even like the like the little hot wheels at the time they were like little things i mean that was one of the things that Hot Wheels became about because of um, Matchbox. And Matchbox, they're called Matchbox cars because they something to do they with some of the rules in them. They can fit in a Matchbox. Oh, okay. And that was how they could they could get around some of the stuff that they did in England. If it fit in a Matchbox, they could do a bunch of stuff with it. Wow. I'd make it out of a certain amount of metal or something like that. It was some kind of thing like that. Because it was that size, they could do whatever they want with it. Damn. And they usually, what they did is usually just made normal stuff. Like, oh, here's a car that's from this company from there. Or this, or this like, uh, tractor from this company. It was, like, everyday stuff that they would make into these little things. But it fit inside of a matchbox. But it fits inside the matchbox, right. Now, when Hot Wheels got, Hot Wheels took it and they took it to a new level. They Americanized it, basically took, okay, we're going to take this car, we're going to do all this shit to it. We're oh, going to yeah. make the tires look bigger, we're going to put flames on it, we're going to put weird little it's things gonna on top of it. It's going to be it's going to be... Yeah, and it, at some point, Hot Wheels got way more popular than, than Matchbox, and actually, Hot Wheels bought Matchbox out a couple of bunch of years ago. Oh, wow, okay. So they actually, it used to be an English company, and then Mattel, I think it was Mattel, the ones where Barbie bought yeah. them out. So, they caused Hot Wheels to come about, but then Hot Wheels got so big that they, they just over overcame Matchbox. Yeah, and with Hot, and with Matchbox, you didn't get those race sets. Yeah, because with Hot Wheels, you can build your own little race tracks and yeah, because they had all those and... little things and little things you can make you drive and go for it and stuff. Oh. The only bad thing about Hot Wheels tracks were. If a parent got a hold of them and they whooped your ass with them, they left a fucking welt. <laughs> I know because my ass got whooped with enough of those from Bonnie to know that keep those things away from where your mother can find them. Hey, they were, they were made of plastic and silicone. Yeah. And that's and why it hurt. Oh, my God. Get your ass whooped with one of those. You knew you got your ass whooped. <laughs> but that was the only bad thing about them. But they were cool because you could get them. There were some of them that were battery powered. You could get them and they would run and they'd keep running and keep running. And they would do like loop de loops and stuff like that. That was, I mean, they still have them. Those out are now. mesmerizing. I but love. But they're fun those. though. It was fun to set it up and let it run. And then the ones where you got races when you race different cars and stuff like See that. See who can get down to the the finish line faster. I mean, when it comes to to like Hot Wheels, it, it, they're still big today. I mean, it's not as big as they, they were before. They will be big forever, I think. Even though, even now. Even now with cars, they're talking about making cars go electric and everything like that. People are still going to love cars. You're still yeah. going to soup them up and still paint them up real weird. No matter if they're a combustion engine or an uh, electric engine, mm -hmm. you can still do cool, weird shit to it. 
And there's people that are out there that are doing new things to cars all the time. I've seen oh, yeah. some of these TV shows that I've watched that they just roll cool, cool stuff that they do with cars. They soup them up and make them nicer and they change little things and they take like what would be an older car and they take with that older car and they completely redo it into something brand new brand and that looks, modern. That is, that is brand new. Because like a lot of those shows are like where they they go in there and they, they take basically they take the, the frame of the car and they mm-hmm. take everything else off of it. And then they just then work they, with the frame. And they build a new frame, brand new frame with new materials and new everything. It makes it like sturdy, steady. They put a they put a nice suspension on it. And then they take the old stuff and put it on that. And it's like an older car, but it drives like a new car. Oh, I love that. Of course that costs a lot of fucking money. Oh yeah, it's like hundred hundreds of thousands of dollars. Seriously, but but if you're one of those people that have the money to do that, it's well worth it to take a car that's old that you know, like Nova's. Nova cars back in the day, they had this weird kind of chassis or where you would, the front end would come off and it wasn't like a full, it was the frame was the body too, which was weird. Well, I've seen it on some shows where they've completely got rid of that. They build a brand new frame for it and put all that stuff that was on the on the other frame, cut it off and put it on this other frame and it, it was like a brand new Nova that drove like a brand new car. You and know cool. for sure those were Lego kids. Oh hell yeah! Legos oh talk about toys. That's that's a toy that that was revolutionary. It's it's still so big today because you have uh, like the Death Star is oh, an iconic uh, Lego well, piece. Start from Spider Man was in it. it was in Spider Man. Yeah, no, because the there was a fourteen year old that actually did a Lego. Uh, when they put out the, the teaser for it, he made it all in Lego and the producers saw it and they're like, hey, you're really good. You wanna do this little part for the movie? For that movie, yeah, I'm telling and, you. And, well I'm talking about, they also had the Death Star Lego in the first Tom Holland movie. Yeah, that's right. Him and, um, what's his name, Ned built it. And they were like out <laughs> geeking out over it. But see, that's the thing. Legos is still, is another toy that they had that stuff when I was when I was a kid too, and I loved playing because you build different things with it, and the, you could make Legos really ha- uh, had kids use their imagination. I mean, I remember. I mean, this is gonna sound bad because I'm a real anti-gun person, but we used to make like little like like our laser guns we used to make when we used to play and we'd put them together and pop them together and do all that stuff. But just like making houses, I mean, that was one of the things that got me interested in wanting to be an architect maybe at some point was being able to take some of those and build different kinds of houses and different cars and, and like spaceships and stuff like that. And I think now nowadays, they don't take, they take some of the the imagination out of it. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, here, here's a, a here's Lego. Here's a booklet of how to build this here's a, one yeah, thing. Here's a Lego Millennium Falcon, put it together. And it's like, oh, okay. But now how cool would it be if you just say, here's a pile of bunch of Legos, go make a Millennium Falcon and do that. And That's what we did when we were kids. Cause there were no, there wasn't these little, these little play sets that they had you to mm-hmm. follow. There was these little stupid, simple, here's a whole box of a fuckload of you Legos, you know, mm-hmm. go build something. And that's what we We still have those build. downstairs. We have those Legos that your grandmother bought from a garage sale that is a whole tote filled. Yeah. With Legos of all shapes and sizes and those will never be sold or given away because never. I love those things. They're so, they were so much fun. I remember being obsessed with Legos, 
wanting to get all these little Lego packs, especially the Star Wars ones, like the X-Wing and the Y-Wings. They were so fun to build. Yeah, and we have all that stuff because I never, like, like your your cousin Kenny is big into the Star Wars Legos too. Oh, he yeah. He has a lot of that stuff. But I know anything that we've got, we made sure we kept it. Mm -hmm. When it comes to Legos, it's one of those toys that I know that kids will want those forever. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had them, I had them when I was a kid, you had them when you were a kid. You guys have kids and stuff. We're going to have them there for grandkids and stuff to be able to play with. Here's the thing. Nowadays, people actually use Minecraft, the video game Minecraft, to, to Yeah, they build. do, but there's nothing like that, that tactile yeah. grabbing, grabbing the, the brick and seeing if it fits. Well, maybe I could put this in there and put this different. And even with the, like, the colors. Even the colors kind of help people. I think we kind of use Legos to help you guys learn your colors when you were kids, too. Because it was like certain Legos were certain colors. And say, oh, this goes here and it goes that color. And then, I mean, that's, that's the whole beauty of it. And the Lego is like, it's a colorful thing. It's very versatile. Plus, oh, they've yeah. got a lot of different shapes you can make things into and stuff and like that. And that's... It was the first instance of blocks becoming... Uh, they, things that you can do with blocks. Yeah, so kind like, of, I mean, it's kind of like, it's like when I was a kid, Lincoln Logs. Yes. That was another thing that we had that was kind of like that. Rector said, this, a little before my time, that I never really got into it, but I've played with them before, but they were older sets that, I, that, that older cousins of mine have had we played with and stuff like that. But it's the same type of thing. People are always going to want to build stuff. Oh, yeah. And Legos were easy because They were the literal accessible. building block. Accessible, yeah, they're accessible to. I mean, they've even got a, they've even got a actual building system for a house now that actually uses Lego kind of things. They have like yeah. bricks that are like Legos almost, but they're big size, and people can build houses. You don't, on you don't have stuff. to use cement, you don't because they no, fit together. Yeah, perfectly. they fit together, but then you can do stuff like cover it with like uh, you know stucco and stuff like that yeah. too. But still, you can build these houses out of that. I mean, I know there's when they do this stuff, when they do something I've seen on this old house where they where they pour a new concrete um, footing or a, a foundation. They have these things that look like Legos that stick in them and make like the little trough and they pour the stuff, they, the, <laughs> they pour it in between it and then they leave it there too. Okay. Because it's made out of styrofoam, but it's like kind of, it sticks together like Legos kind of thing. And then because it's waterproof and then they fill it with the uh, stuff in it, what it, with the concrete, and it's already got the insulation on the front and the back of it. Oh. And you know, on that, you've got it. You've got a, a solid foundation, but then you got already have the insulation on both sides of it. So it's kind of a, it's like a dual kind of use thing. So a lot of people have used the idea of Legos to build things, the everyday building things that they've turned into building different kinds of ways of building mm -hmm. stuff nowadays and stuff. So that that is, that just shows you how. That one little toy, that toy from I think Sweden came up with it. Somebody in Sweden came up with it. Wasn't that the one of the first inductees in the Toy Hall of Fame here? I, I'm not in sure Rochester. if it was or not. I mean, we could look that up and see, but I'm that's the it. one thing about Rochester. Rochester, the Strong Museum of Play. When that opened up here, they brought the world, world, the Hall of Fame of Toys to Rochester, and that's kind of cool. And it's. And you see that in the news. I remember living in, when I lived in, oh crap, another, when we lived in another state, when I lived in Austin, I think it was, that I saw someone on the news talking about the Hall of Fame of toys and what the new induction of that year was going to be. And it was on the national news. 
that's kind of cool, seeing that we know that that's in our hometown here. So this is, Legos were inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame the year I was born, 1998. Oh, wow, cool. Wow, hey. It was named Toy of the Century uh, in 2000 by both the Fortune Magazine and the British Association of Toy Realtors. And they were made uh, Danish. Uh, Danes, okay. I knew it was a Scandinavian country because only the Scandinavians come up with something that cool mm-hmm. and get it to work as well as it did because they, they have a tendency to do that with a lot of stuff, so... But Legos is 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 a toy that it, it crosses generations. I played with them. You've played with them. Oh yeah. Your kids will play with them. Your kids after your kids kids will probably play with them. When I mean, even looking at the the Lego movie, like you see oh, yeah, the two generations of like too, yeah. wanting to preserve what these what they're supposed supposed to look like, and then the creativity of kids and how that works in with Legos and how Legos are meant to be played with and not really, uh, not, there's like no set structure for Legos. Right, right. And that took off. That's why they made a second movie. And it was, right, well, it they, was okay. They more than a second. They've got like Ninjago. They've got Batman, Oh, Ninjago got, is so good. I mean, they've got a lot of these little, um, little um, direct-to-video movies of Legos and mm-hmm. stuff too. Stuff like that for like, Lego Star League, Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, Lego Star Wars. Video games of them, too. The, the Lego Star Wars video game was just so much fun as a kid. And yeah, I, well, I've got, for the Switch, I've got the one that's, that the has Skywalker the entire saga, saga which yeah. you can download all the stuff. I got all the DLCs for everything up to Mandalorian Season 2. Jeez. <laughs> and I haven't even played, I barely played the game, too. But <laughs> I played it, I played it, It's but it's... It's one of those games you once you get into it, you're into it, and you play it for a while, and it's just like that. But it just shows you that Legos have that kind of uh, generational draw towards to people and stuff. Yeah, like it's that. like the so, the bridge between each generation. It's like it's always going to have some sort of connection to each generation. Yeah, one thing that I have a complaint about Lego, and they're finally, I think they're just now getting around to it. I always wanted them to sell sell the little. The little figures for the like superheroes by themselves. Yeah. Well, now they just started doing that, but then they're so freaking expensive. It's ridiculous. There's only there's only like a little two inch thing. It's like 10, 15 and it's bucks. ten bucks for one of them. I'm like yeah. what the hell? Because I remember the days when when action figures were like I bought Star Wars action figures when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. They were like three dollars or two dollars or something a piece. Dollar seventy nine. I think the first the first Star Wars action figure that. I was bought, someone bought for me, it was like a dollar seventy nine or something. It was like Luke Skywalker or something from their first movie. Oh wow. And I, we still had those Legos someplace around not Legos. We still had action those figures. action figures someplace around here. It's in the the big Darth Vader head that holds them all. Oh my god, like yes, Bonnie had that. Yeah, well I made sure that when she passed away and we cleaned the house out, we got ours. I got that. <laughs> Well, because 90% of those action figures were mine that I bought for myself. Yes. And some of them were the ones that we got over from like Christmases and stuff like that. So, I mean, for me, Star Wars action figures were, were back in the day were one of the, the first really cool playable action figures. Now, I played with, I'm old enough to say I had a G.I. Joe, but I'm talking, not talking, the, I'm talking Barbie-sized G.I. Joes. Back mm. when he had fuzzy hair and he had the kung fu grip and... He had all the different kind of. I mean, basically, it was a doll for boys. Okay, I admit it. I'll admit it. It was a. Yeah. Boy, it was a doll for boys. And let's face it, 
Barbie would have so much have had better sex with G.I. Joe than Ken. Ken? I'm sorry. Ken, <laughs> Ken was such a fag. It's unbelievable. And I mean I that hope in the funniest sense. G.I. Joe is cooler. I hope that in the new Barbie movie, they'd say something about how Barbie is like attracted to G.I. Joe more than Ken. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh, that'd be that. hysterical. But that, but speaking, going off topic a little bit, it's still on toys. That Barbie movie doesn't actually look that freaking bad. It looks, looks hysterical. Funny. It, look, it looks hysterical. And it's like, and I didn't realize that the the director Gina Gina Gershon, I think her name is, she's a pretty freaking good director too. She's done a lot of other good things. I'm like, wow. Besides the fact that it's about Barbie, you know, I mean, it's got some good people in it. I mean, Margot Robbie's a great actress, I think. Love Margot Robbie. And just from seeing all the other people in it, it's got a lot of good people in it. So it's. I know when it comes to Barbie, like when uh, my roommate Gina was applying for the Strong Museum of Play uh, as their one of their event coordinators, she had to put together like. The fiftieth or thirtieth anniversary of like Barbie. 50, I think it was 50th? 50th, probably, yeah. Uh, it was one. It was like an anniversary of Barbie, so she had to plan and like, and she had to research Barbie as from all those years ago, whether it be fifty or seventy-five. I don't know right, how right. long it ago was, it was. It's probably fifty years around there, 50, 60, maybe close to that. But, but yeah, it's like we. She did her little presentation with us as like a, a test. Right. And I learned so much about Barbie. You know what Barbie's real name is? Uh, oh my god, I it's forgot. Like Barbara something something. It's it's some Roberts, I think. Barbara Roberts. I can't Barbie. remember. Millicent. Barbara Millicent Roberts, I think her real name is, or something like that. Barbara Millicent Roberts, yeah. yeah. I finally got it. Well, I've seen enough shows about it because speaking of toys, I mean toys being is one of the things that actually got me to think about wanting to talk about this. There's a show on history called the toys that made America. Mm -hmm. And they talk about a whole bunch of different stuff. They go from everywhere between like board games to erector set to Legos to video games mm -hmm. and up and stuff. And you know, cabbage patch kids and stuff oh, like that. Dear and, stuff. God. and that's what got me thinking about wanting to do this. And it was something that you know that your mother gave me a idea this would be a pretty good thing. Because of all the different things that that I remember watching this show, all the different things that I played with, and then think about stuff that came before me and then stuff that came after. Mm -hmm. It was just very interesting how toys are so integral to the part of, of America. I mean, in history in general. You would think that, okay, like during the Depression, people, they, they're still making toys. Yeah. Parker Brothers and, and Milton Bradley, they were making money still at the time when we were in the middle of a, the greatest depression our country ever had. They still were still making, making toys. They were still making millions of dollars on board games and stuff, and mm -hmm. card games and stuff like that. So people, there's always going to be something people had toys, some way of playing it. I mean, and adults without toys, would play cars and stuff too. So. Without toys, we wouldn't have football or any kind of sport. We wouldn't have poker because oh. playing cards are playing technically cards, toys. Yeah, they're something very, it's another big thing too. Casinos wouldn't be around. Uh, toys are, have a very pivotal a place in history and they're the reason for a lot of things like so monopoly that you would i love monopoly it takes so fucking long to play it though. does but even the even the origins of monopoly are kind of we, there was actually this was actually one that i watched the other day it was about monopoly and there was like it's based on another other it's based on like it's two different games that became one because they were kind of similar 
and the one one out but the one woman got like money for for it so he would she would go away and then her game completely disappeared it was called something something different but it was just how they how you can take that game and then put it in different circumstances like like now you because right now when the basic monopoly game is is uh boardwalk it's it's uh what's the what's the city it's atlantic city oh is it it's basically atlantic city on this game well you could take that and move it to any other city or and, any other state in general yeah and just do they have and they've done it they've done it it's yeah. like the polypies or whatever they're calling them now but then they've got them in the different ones like spongebob star wars i mean marvel. i own i personally own the marvel one i own two marvel ones and i own um uh star wars one too yeah and I played all of them, and they're all. It all works. It still mm-hmm. works, even though. I mean, it's the basic concept. You know, you buy hotels, and you got to you buy a well, property. You become the richest hotels. guy in the thing. You know, and during COVID, we played that a lot. We played. I don't know. We played like two or three. Like yeah, epic you guys games. played that pretty epic games during that time. <laughs> well, it was either that or we were doing. We did. We did uh, puzzles too, too, which is another toy. But Trivial it was pursuit as well. You guys did. We're talking games is like forget it. Trivia Pursuit as a as a single player in Trivia Pursuit, I am undefeated. I have never been beat in Trivia <laughs> Pursuit, and I'll say that and I'll broadcast it to the world that I've never been beat as a single player. I've been beaten teams before because people don't listen to me, but you hear I know, that? I know a lot of shit about nothing. That's why I sit here and I say shit all the time. So you hear that, folks? If you have a challenge in Trivial Pursuit. Uh, be sure to email us at a certain email once we figure once that we out. Get it, once I get once around, we get it. It, once we get around to doing it, <laughs> we will take challenges. He will take challenges from anyone who thinks they are better at Trivial Pursuit than him. But but those are the kinds of games, like stuff like that, like puzzles and games. Those yeah. stuff that actually took up a lot, a lot of, a lot of not just our family, but a lot of families were doing that. Where they were, because you couldn't go in a place. Yeah. It was because of the COVID. Everyone knows how COVID was. You would just, you would go and you would, you had a puzzle. We had a puzzle on the kitchen table for like a couple, like a month or so. And every day we'd come by, we'd go by, we'd put it in there and people, then we'd sit down and, you know, together and play it. And that's a, that's, that's a game that, you can call it a game, I guess, but it's like a thing that's a toy. It's something that is an old thing that has spanned generations and decades and hundreds of years so does that so board games overall are toys yeah we have a i have a whole uh case of board games because james loves board games i love board games too they're fun i'm telling you um does that mean dungeons and dragons is a toy because ah, technically, that's a, that's a hard question, dude. Because you have minis, you could always build yeah. maps. Yeah. Um, just because you have a moderator doesn't mean. Maybe it mean... depends on how, how far you want to take it. It can be considered a toy. Oh, well, you have to but, buy dice. So well, dice, dice are toys then. So, but, that, but that makes it a game, though, isn't? But then it's technically a game, a toy. That's I think that's what you're trying to ask. Yeah. Is a game really a toy? Because then any card game is a toy. Yeah. We're talking everything from like poker to Warcraft game. Exactly. It's, they're toys. Yeah, I would say so. That means Magic, The Gathering, Magic, the Gathering's a toy. Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. All that stuff. It's all, they're all toys. And like for some of those, they have actual physical toys to play with them too. So yeah. that kind of, it crosses it over a little bit too. I mean, especially with like with, 
you know, action figures and stuff like that. That's considered mm. a toy. But then, what if you get a figurine of, of a, like a character from Dungeon Dragon, and that's your that's your avatar or whatever? Te- technically, technically, it's a toy. a toy. A little, a little mini, a mini. It's yeah. are technically toys. So it just goes to show you that it's not toys aren't always for kids either. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm in a, as a. 56-year-old man, I love Funko figures. I am obsessed with getting as many Marvel comic book Funko figures that I can get. Stuff that are from my, from my, when my, like, because I'm a big comic person. I like oh, yeah. The ones. I like, don't like the movie ones so much, unless they're kind of cool looking, but other than that, but I usually like to get the ones that are like the classic comic looking characters. You know, like Luke Cage in his... His headband and his chain around his thing, <laughs> you know those those ones that aren't like like Prince Namor with who's actually got pointy ears and wings on his feet and he's, he wears bathing suit. He's not some Aztec kid. He's right. He's a he's an Atlantean instead of some whatever they call it in the yeah, kind of rather. But those are kind of kind of those things that something that from that I've but. I've also, at one point, was really big in action figures until they got too so, so much expensive mm-hmm. that it was getting ridiculous. But some of the action figures now are some of the most beautifully sculpted toys I've ever seen in my life. A lot of stuff coming from McFarlane Toys is like incredible. But even the stuff from Hasbro now, for Star Wars and and Marvel Comics and DC Comics and their their different figures and stuff like that. Even the like the toys for all that stuff. I mean, all the sculpts and all that. They've, because of people like Todd McFarlane, who made them step up their game. Oh, yeah. The sculpts are better, but they're expensive, more expensive now. So when I buy an action figure now, I'm buying something. It's got to be spectacular. It's got to be specific to what I want. That's that's what, that's me with anime figures. So, like, I get stuff for the animes that I like, the animes that I watch. And there's, I'll show you this right now. I know people can't see it at home, but... That is a figure, this is a figure that I've been looking at for a while, and it's of My Hero Academia uh, Vigilante Deku, which is fantastic. You know what, that that looks like a McFarlane Toys toy. <laughs> that looks like the kind of stuff that Todd McFarlane, he designed, he, well, he helped design it, and then he made it on his, in his uh, company and stuff. This shit is 250 bucks just yeah. for a figure. Is it, it is, is it so when it was brand new? How much would it cost? Four fifty. Oh See? no no no! Uh, when it was brand new, because this one's pretty, hundred and fifty. So it's got it's, it's appreciated in value. Yeah. See, some of those you you can get them if you get them that they're. I mean, even some of the let's say some of the like if you got like old Star Wars figures that are still mint in package, mm-hmm. they're worth a lot of money. Oh my God! No, yeah. like the ones I have, they're downstairs that open and play with forever. They're not worth shit, but they're worth something <laughs> to me. They're worth something to me as a as a nostalgia toy. It's something that I'll have as long as I can, and if grandkids come and play with them, they get to come oh, play yeah. with them too, or something. You know, How? it's like there's fuck there's certain anime figures that are worth thousands of dollars because of either the rarity, the the figure itself, and the person in that is the figure. So I know a lot of anime figures are like not safe for work and people are like to do those. Yeah, yeah. But it's like a lot of these a lot of these figures like um Hatsune Miku, which is a idol, like a virtual idol, who is huge in Japan. 
so many variants of her uh, are worth 200 300 400 dollars just for a singular like what uh six inch six inch figure which is insane to think yeah but if you, that six inch figure is is beautifully sculpted yes it looks awesome mm -hmm. i mean see and that's the thing they've upped their game so much that even though the old ones reverse something, those new ones you pay some like you pay forty dollars for it now, and if it, if it takes off and there's not a lot of people, it could be two hundred, three hundred dollars later down the line. Oh yeah. But see now that's the thing. I first started getting X figures because I liked the just when I wanted them. Because I take them out of the box and put them in, take them out of the package and put them in things, and then it got to the point where I was like, hey, wait a minute, these are worth some money. I better not take them out of the package anymore. And that's what I and that's I was doing that for a long time, too. And then it got like okay, there's too many of them out there that I want that cost too much money. I, I gotta be more selective in what I get. Oh yeah. And then I got more selective, and then it just got too expensive when I stopped buying stuff. When you know we have kids and oh. stuff happens, life happens. You don't get to buy as much stuff anymore as as it is. But as I got older, that's why I think for me that's why the 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 whole thing the lure of Funko comes out because. Mm -hmm. It's that type. It's it's not. It's it's, it's not. Like, it's not expensive as much as it. It's about how much I was paying for actual action figures when I was buying action yeah, figures. Yeah, those cost like 30, 40, 50 bucks yeah. for just a regular action figure. Funkos cost 15, 30, yeah, maybe you get it when 35. You, if you get it at the right time. Yeah, yeah you get it. In, but they're but they're they even go up in price too. But for me, I don't get them. I'm not buying stuff. Because I think I'm going to make money off it. I'm buying it because I think it's cool looking. It looks cool. Yeah. That I want that, like, like for the Fantastic, the, they did a Fantastic Four bunch of Funkos. Mm -hmm. And it's all classic from right from the comics. I got every single figure from that one. It took me a couple months and I bought it over time. But I've got every single one of the Fantastic Four line of Funko figures from the first thing. Now, when they ever get off their ass and make a Fantastic Four movie, those things might be worth a lot more money then. Oh, yeah. But I'm never going to sell them because I love those things. I love yeah. the, the classic Fantastic Four group. I love all some of the, the things. I just like them because, to me, they're kind of a, still a nostalgic thing. That's why I like the, the comic ones. But I also get ones that are like kind of either iconic, like I got like a, a Green Hornet one. And I got a... Mm -hmm. like I got a, uh, Hellboy, an original Hellboy one. I like him too because I like those figures and there's stuff that like you know that are iconic, but then you're also there's something that I know that I like. I want because what I'm really trying to get is uh, Space Ghost. Oh, okay. I want to get me a Space Ghost one because I always liked the Space Ghost from back in the day when we were watching cartoons and stuff on TV, and I thought he would be kind of cool. And that one's expensive, so it's it might be a hard get for me, but I'm on the lookout for him all the time. So it's that type of thing, but it's. I think the Funko figures, it, it helped me regain my love for action figures. Mm -hmm. Now, there's other extras I've been I've been getting some. And you can go a lot of places. Before, you could only get them at, like, you'd have to go, like, to the comic store. Yeah. To get them. Now, you can go to FYE, Target's got Target. them. FYE's got them. You go, I mean, there's stores in the mall that are specifically for that whole pop. Oh, yeah. Pop figures, pop everything, and all that stuff. That pop culture stuff, too. So, there's... A lot more places to get this stuff now. It's more accessible, significantly. And, I mean, let's say when, when eBay first started, that's one of the things I where I got a lot of action figures and comic books from because when eBay first started out, that's what it was. It was just a, a bidding site. There was there was no businesses. There were all just people selling to people. Now it's like a big 
yeah. tremendous big commercial endeavor, but you can still get some stuff on there mm -hmm. for not too bad of a price for certain things if you want to get them. And like I, I admit, some of the Funko figures I've gotten lately have been off eBay, but they're because they were specific ones I wanted. Like I said, the, the Power Man one. The yes. Luke, Luke Cage Power Man with his old costume. That one, I caught, it cost me $30 to get it. And that was a little more than I wanted to spend, but luckily I had a, a little coupon that I used, but, that was, but that's why I liked it. Because it was that, that type of thing, getting that nostalgia for the the old stuff that I'm gonna get, because they they're not making the old figures that I used to make, or used to collect anymore. They're making these beautiful, more, I mean, I admit it, they're nice, they're way better looking than they ever yeah. were, but they're too detailed. expensive. They're way too more expensive and they're not is. I don't know, I guess not as collectible to me because what are you going to do with it? Yeah. I'm going to get it well, and it's going to be in the box and it's going to sit on a shelf. And I'm like, okay, well, that's it. I, I have a, I, I have a, uh, a coworker. You've met him, Donnie. Uh, he played, well, you know, he hasn't played poker with us yet. Okay, so. well, he will probably, so. Um, but Donnie goes to garage sales looks specifically for figures and then picks them up and resells them. Yeah. He found a whole like tote full of wrestling figurines and he sorted all of those out uh, and he sold one of them which was like if you have to get like a certain piece through each right, little right, figure yeah, yeah. They do and that then it turns some, into one. They did some with Marvel like that too. They do that with Marvel something. He, he bought the whole tote for about $400. He sold one of those figures for 250 He made half his money back. Already. Half his money back. And then he sold overall, I think he got like 500 more off of it. So he made profit. These There are people that go out and just search for this shit. Well, I just know that when I die and all my shit gets put out there, they better not be putting it in a garage sale. You'd know better to get someone to come in and look at my stuff. Appreciate because, it. Because stuff I got is worth money. I've got totes downstairs full of Star uh, not Star Wars, but... Spider-Man action figures. Oof. They're open, but That's there's something. Right. I also got totes full of ones that are selling packages too. I can... So if I die, you get the guys get the, you guys got some money stuff there to get when you get my when I kick or something. Cause I can talk to Donnie. I don't want you. Do. I don't want none of that stuff to like just get tossed into a garage sale and be gone. Oh, it like, will Jesus. not. Those things we know. We know. We well, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping. Like I mean, I buy all these stuff and I'm like. Well, what am I going to do with it? What's what's? I mean, I'm 56, so I'm I'm only got like 40, maybe 44 more years Hell, left. The posters that we have in this room here will probably go for about 50 to 100 dollars well, each. Well, some of them might, but some of them are bootlegs too. But it doesn't matter because eh. it's still posters. But no, but like I said, I got that's one thing I always wonder about with all the stuff I have. What's going to happen to it when once once I'm I'm finally gone? I'm hoping. Like I always say, there's only one more joke in my my comic books. You guys can sell all my comic books except my Spider-Man, my Amazing Spider-Man. You guys have to keep those. I don't even know why I even say that, but it's that type of thing. I've been thinking about it, all the stuff that I've accumulated over the years. I have a lot of stuff that would be kind of cool for someone to have, and if we could actually find someone that would buy it, that would be kind of cool. I mean, I, I, mean, would, I would sell my comic collection right now for, give me $300, you can have it. And it's not, it's not even probably worth, it's probably worth more than that. How about this, when Donnie comes over, uh, for my birthday, <laughs> have him look at your comics and be like, "Hey, what can what so would go out there and pull a box and tell him what you think, boy?" 
No, there's seriously. Like, there's like 20 boxes of, act, of toy of uh, comic books. So he he'll look at it and just see what see what he can do, and he'll give you an estimate. Yeah. Like he's good at the. I'm more I'm more the, with the comic books. I because I right now I've my one of my things about comics is that I'm trying to get everything that I own physically in a digital format, just so I have right. it both ways, so I can read it anytime I want to. Because it's harder to do it because of box. And for me, it's harder to get it, get a box off a shelf. I mean, mm-hmm. those boxes cost like weigh like 30, 40 pounds, maybe yeah. 50 tops if you got a lot of stuff in them. Weren't you sorting those for a little I bit? I was sorting them for a while when we first moved here and stuff. But then it just it got so overwhelming that it just stuff happened and we had to get a wig, get out of it, go away from it. And I'm probably going to end up getting pushed back into it. Your mom would love me to get pushed back into doing it. So. Might be good for you. It might be. But we're here about talking about toys, so. True, true, true. Even though comic books, eh, they can't be toys. No, it's more literature. more reading material, I think. Yeah. yeah. But it's along, those, it's along one of those those kid things that have become an adult thing, you know? It's like, yeah. I remember going to, like, comic book stores and seeing guys my age. Only people in the stores were guys my age buying stuff. And there was toys and cards, cards and comics and, yeah. and all that stuff. I mean. Are cards kind of oh. as... Toys? Eh, well, it depends on what kind of cards. Magic, Pokemon, now, Those cards are toys, I think. because. But now what if they're just cards that are cards? Like baseball, baseball cards. Baseball cards. Collectibles. Those they're would be collectibles. collectibles. Too, but... but are collectibles kind of as toys? Because to some toys are collectibles, but not all See, collectibles are toys. It's all big, fuzzy, gray area out there. When you're toys about are, is just a big gray area. I, I mean, mean toys are toys. I mean, like I said, I guess, I don't know. If, should toys be ripped down to something you played with or something you... Use to make you know have some kind of like imaginary adventure and stuff like that. I mean, like I said, well, I used to have GI Joes. We used to do stuff play them with a helicopter come in and we're like shooting people and stuff like that. And now at the time, war wasn't exactly you know during the Vietnam when I was a real little kid, it wasn't exactly the type on. But I always had a GI Joe for Christmas almost every year at some point, and then it got into the six million dollar man toys <laughs> and stuff like that which was cool but i think i think the big thing that went from the bigger dolls and stuff like gi joe and um and six million dollar man with the star wars stuff once the star wars they made them smaller you made it easier to have like spaceships that could get into and oh, do stuff yeah. like that and that's one of the main reasons why they went from the bigger figures down to the smaller ones so they could do that it was like and when they redid G.I. Joe, they didn't make them big again. They made them smaller than Star Wars even. Who, and it was even cooler. Who had the action figures? Was it Mike, Ben, or Matt that had the action figures of just all like the villains that we used to play with? Oh, you are you talking? I feel like it might I think it was Mike, Uncle I, Mike. I don't know, but I think Uncle Ben's got he's he's big into He-Man. Yes. He's got a bunch of He-Man stuff. No, these are. I think this is more like DC villains. I if I don't, I couldn't tell you right now. I don't think so because because I remember as as kids, the cousins would all go up and up to the attic and play with fucking uh, oh, what's it? Action figures. Yeah, yeah, all the action, all the action figures of the villains and the heroes. That was always something that was really fun for us to do, and then we just kind of decided to play heroes and villains on our own without action figures and just try to beat well, that's the how it, shit out of each well, other. Well, that's how it kind of progressed. You go from these little things to that. It's like, just like I said, with it, like with the, the dolls of G.I. Joe's, 
And then we went up, we went up, the next thing down was the Mego, the Mego figures, which they were a bunch of everything. They had comic books, they had movie ones and stuff like that. And that was still kind of cool. And then, like I said, it went down even smaller. And then when we got to finally G.I. Joe's, the G.I. Joe, the real American hero, they were really small figures then. And they were pretty articulate for what the time, you know, they were like, there were toys like the Micronauts, which was a really cool concept of a toy. You know, they made a comic book out of it too, but. And that was one thing that pushed a lot of things too, is, is TV shows. Oh yeah. Because I guess they had changed the law somewhere down the line that were TV shows, they could have TV shows with toys. Before they weren't allowed to have toys, there were TV shows, you know what I mean? Okay. So there was like, you couldn't have a G.I. Joe. Without having the G.I. Joe show. Right, that's why like He-Man came about. And that's why like, um, uh, not He-Man, like, what the hell's the, the, the cat one? Thundercats. Thundercats. And like oh. Skyhawks or something like that. There was a whole bunch of them. They all had, they had a TV show. And they had toys. And then like, they had toys for the And TV then that show. kind of just blew up. And it's like now, now I mean, you yeah, can't have like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was big, got bigger because of a cartoon, not because of a comic book. It was first, when it was first came out, it was a very dark comic book. But then they got it as a cartoon. As a cartoon, they made it funny and stuff. Then they made all these action figures for it. And they sold a crap load of that stuff too. So then somebody made a lot of money off of that. I think Playmates did. At least those toys didn't ruin um, kitchen bowls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about, was that? That wasn't... Beyblade. Beyblades, all those. Ba Basically, a top. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. The, the reimagined spinning top where you could have different ways and... Well, you could you could fight each other with yeah them too, battle right? tops. There was like arenas, but we didn't have enough money for like the actual like plastic arenas. So I just took one of the uh, the big my big metal bowl. Yeah, which I still have by the way. Which has still has the dents in it, and I still use it to make meatballs because it's still my favorite <laughs> my favorite bowl to use it. But I remember you'd put this in there and spin around and make that cool noise too. Oh, I mean that watching that show and then playing with the the Beyblades was just so much fun. And then the whole Bakugan situation, which is like little balls that you put onto like plastic. Oh, how, they were, how like, they were almost like Transformers almost. Yeah. Like Transformers that when you roll them. Stick them onto a they magnet would, they and they would pop, pop out. They pop out and maybe something. It that be sh I loved the show more than I liked the toys, but the toys were also really fun. Collectibles. Yeah, but you guys still, you, there was even like a Yu-Gi-Oh head cartoon too yeah and well, talking okay, about no, okay. stuff too so right? like uh, apparently go i'm trying to remember all that so Yu-Gi-Oh was a show about a card game okay uh that turned into like real which was really weird but the card game in the actual show was nothing like the actual card game that you got outside of the show Right, okay. So the rules were really muddy. You, you had to really learn from like a rule book well, how to but play. But wasn't it, wasn't it something that was like in Japan, it was a different kind of rules than it was here because they changed the rules here for stuff? No, it's just censorship for some of the other cards because some of them were like... Well, some of the cards themselves had like kind of really, yeah. really risque kind of stuff on, like people. And they would, had to change it for kids because it was for like teenagers in Japan. Yeah, and here they changed. And here it was for kids, little kids. Yeah, okay. Uh, it was, it was, it was good though. I mean, you learned about the Egyptian god cards, 
which turned out to be like some huge fucking thing and trying to get those Egyptian god cards. Oh, those are worth a lot of money too at the oh, time. Oh yeah, especially like authentic ones that I remember were... bootlegging. I bootlegged a bunch of them for you. Yeah, once. you bootlegged a whole shit ton of cards for us and I loved it. I love that so much. Well, that was um, one of the advantages of working a Kodak too. So. You get to print up your own fucking cards. Yeah. That was cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, like that that card game was has evolved significantly throughout the years. It's still huge today. It turned out to be something simple where the most complicated thing you had was fusions between the two. Not yeah, fusions, which was like midway through the second season. And then now you have like XYZ. They're literally called XYZ monsters. There's like super special summons, and I don't understand a lick of it. Then how much is that kind of like Pokemon, though, too? Because Pokemon is. Pokemon is an anime, and then it was. No, it was a game, then an anime. Right, okay. Was it a video game first? Yes. Okay. Uh, the show itself didn't get released until I think a year or two after the red, blue, red and blue came. But out. didn't there become there was a lot of Pokemon toys too? Not yeah, Pokemon toys too, right? Oh yeah, there, not There's Pokemon cards. The toys itself were just like plushes and collectibles. Are they like just stuff from the from the TV show? Yeah, basically? it's just it's just stuff it had nothing from the TV to do show. with the gameplay of the Pokemon. It's just. Sometimes it was like if you got the like for Soul Silver and uh, Heart Gold, you got like a barometer, not barometer. What 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 tracks your steps? Did I get that right? Pedometer. Pedometer. You got a pedometer that you can put a Pokemon from your game into the uh, into the little thing almost and then walk like a, around like and a Tamagotchi almost. Right? Oh fuck Tamagotchis! <laughs> oh, I should have brought that up. Oh <laughs> my fucking god! The nights of sleep that I should have gotten. <laughs> because that fucking Tamagotchi wouldn't sleep. Though that was a realization of I'm not ready for a kid. That's a that's a virtual <laughs> that's remember, those were virtual pets. Oh I That's what they were called. It. Virtual pet and oh god, I remember those too. I remember back at the Hamlet house having to put my Tamagotchi in like one of the uh the kitchen drawers and just go to sleep because it wouldn't <laughs> shut the fuck up. And then it come back in the morning and it was dead. I'm like, yeah. well, oh well. Yeah, after you bugged us and pissed and moaned about it, you either got you you begged your grandmother to buy it for you, you got us to buy one for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, but like with Power Rangers, there were so many toys for Power Rangers, like the the morphers and the costumes and stuff. Those were a lot of fun. I remember. But see, that's the whole thing. There's toys and there's movies and there's and there's TV shows all. Combined, or they're pushing the same. Was it what was was the shows meant to be pushing the toys, or were the toys meant to be pushing the shows? And that's the thing that is is kind of it's like a symbiotic. I mean, they yeah, they work hand in hand. So like, say for Power Rangers, okay, you have the Power Rangers show and you have the Morphers. So if you want to watch the show and you want to become a Power Ranger, you have the Morphers. But then the Morphers are presenting. If you're playing with it in front of kids, you'd be like, hey, this is what this is from. You have to watch it. And then it, it's a cycle. Yeah, and I think that's, I mean, that was one of the things that it opened up the, the door, the, well, opened up the floodgates, I guess, when the, the government said, well, you can have TV shows of toys now. Mm. It just, 
I mean, there, there's a whole a whole generation of people who started had you know toys. Toys were the shows that have been out there, that have been, and it's been floodgates that are open and it hasn't stopped since. No, it, it will never. As long as there's entertainment out there or shows that can put out some sort of product, you're going to have... Yeah, I mean, look at... I mean, I remember toys when some of the things when you guys were little kids, the Blue's Clues stuff. You wanted something. I got to have the notebook, you know. Yeah. The and then you got to have the, like, little... The little Know, the blues the blue character and then mm-hmm. it was like you had to have one for the other and then kids wanted it and then they got it and they watched tv and they played with it when they were watching it yeah it was that kind of that whole kind of thing that it just it just made it but it's like i love pbs how pbs how like sesame street just became went from being a tv show to a bunch of toys now too yeah but it wasn't i think for sesame street it wasn't a lot of the Sesame Street toys are kind of fun. They're fun learning toys. Sesame Street is always the been Muppets about aren't. learning. The Muppets aren't, but the Sesame Street's more like, like some of the Elmo stuff was kind of like Tickle, know, me, Tickle Elmo. me Elmo and all the other oh, weird my ones. Oh, God. There was like one of a big, you know, hey, everyone's got to One of the one. biggest toys yeah. of, one of one of those Christmases. Like. Which I'm kind of glad there's not that. Nothing like not that, that anymore. anymore. It's not as. I mean, you still got like you still have some stuff. You have but baby it's not dolls that shit themselves, like yeah. But there've been baby dolls that've done that for a long time. I know, and they're still being made. It's ugh, it's weird. Well, it's how the the things that certain. Um, I mean, even with com- toys, push you know. Even with comic books, you had people wanting like the like Wolverine's claws. Oh yeah. Or Captain America's shield. But but see, you know the thing is with the, like. Some of that is because the cartoon was on. Yeah. It's not because of the movie or the comics. It was because of a TV cartoon show. X-Men was a big TV show back in the, the 90s and stuff. And that's where you got a lot of those toys. And people are still getting like the web shooters too. Oh, like, yeah. Spider-Man's going to be big no matter what. I mean, especially lately with Into the Spider-Verse and oh, Far think, From Home. I don't think Spider-Man's ever, ever since they've had... The movies, the first movies back in the, in the, the 2000s. Tobey Maguire? Tobey Maguire. I think Spider-Man's been consistently a very profitable. popular figure. Popular and profitable. I mean, look how many times you got to, how many times you got to make a movie of Spider-Man, <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah, Tobey Maguire, we have Andrew Garfield, we have Tom Holland. Now we you have know, I think that Andrew Garfield got screwed. He should have been able to do at least one more Spider-Man movie. Oh, they're talking about it. They're talking about it, but will they get it done? I, so. I mean, Sony's too busy now and making wants to make oh Craven the Hunter movie. There, it's oh, gonna come that's out. Right. Like, how do you have Craven the Hunter without Spider Man? I don't get that either. It's uh... they're making Spider Man villains. Yeah, without Spider Man being involved in it, how does that work? I don't like I with Venom. Like no. they were talking about Venom being part. But see, Venom is of... his own, but see, Venom is kind of his own kind of thing because he's been like one of that. Was that that lethal protector, that that anti-hero like Wolverine was? They made him into something more. I don't know, made him something more that people they liked him more. Okay. Like the whole anti-hero kind of thing where. Oh, uh, like vigilante kind. Yeah, of. Yeah, like the Punisher and stuff like that. How he's like kind of like that. How that's how they made they made him not from just being a side a side villain. You know, you see every year, a couple years or something in a comic to being someone that's, he's the main character of the show, of the movie, of the book, of the comic, or whatever. Whatever they're making of them. Yeah, whatever they're making of them. And, you know, that's, 
that's everything. It's like now nowadays you gotta you put out a toy, you gotta have a cartoon of it, and you gotta have a TV show of it. You have to or make you gotta it have a movie prop. of it. Yeah. And then you've gotta come out with the, the cards for it. You gotta come out with the action figures. You gotta yep. come out with um, posters of it. You gotta come out with a you know a whole bunch of stuff. And you have to come so, out with like seven. Like Ten to like a hundred products. Of just, just just think about what Disney does. Oh, Disney itself. Disney itself. If anything, Disney can do. Disney takes something that it. They will beat a dead they horse. They beat a dead horse to death because by the time you're done with that that group movie of shows, franchise, that movie, they've squeezed every the cent they can get out of you, and then they move on to the next one. Yeah. So like with like this like new this new elemental thing. I know it's a Pixar stuff, but still, Disney owns them now. And Disney Disney's owns gonna, them. There's going to be figures, there's going to be stuff, there might be a cartoon, there might be a special thing on the I mean, Plus. even with Up, like, they had a little uh, a little thing before Elemental about Carl, because they haven't had Carl in a while, yeah. might as well put some Up stuff out there. Yeah, see, that, that's more kind of like a sequel thing where you can't, they, they come up with a concept, but they can't come up with a whole movie but concept. Now they, but now they can sell Doug again. They're 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 gonna sell the dog like they use like they did with well, the first one. Well, they did with like on uh, for for uh, tomato mater tomato on cars. Same thing. They they do the stuff like that. The whole show just about him and McQueen going on adventures. And of course, he's got his, he's got cartoons of his own. He's got shows and toys of his own and stuff. See, Disney knows takes the the, the merchandising part of it and takes it to the top of the green. Gets oh yeah, what they can out of it. That's why it's hard to. Like, your uncle would never want to do anything for Disney for his t-shirts because Disney has too much, their standards are too Too ridiculous. much say over of what the product They're too is. much say exactly what's got to be. They can't have this, too much of this, can't do too much of that. It's got to be just right. And they don't like it that way. Then they'll throw it all out and they'll say, well, fuck it, we ain't paying you no money. And then you're out of it. Exactly. So that I mean, you're of, out of a, a really good It's not license. worth it for some people. Now, some people bend over backwards to work for Disney. And yeah. they'll, oh, I'll do whatever they want because they know that some people will either... They'll sell their soul to get what they can out of it, and or they won't, and they. It's just that's how it, it's progressed. It's gone from always pushing TV shows. Now TV shows are pushing shows and movies, and now it's a whole big thing. And then Disney takes it all to the top level. Like um, How to Train Your Dragon, we had uh, the first movie, and then we had a TV show, and then we had a second movie, and then another TV show, the third movie, and now we have a post. TV show, and that all was selling toothless new dragons. Like, I mean, even Struck was the same way. They've done that. Oh, yeah, had a TV show, but he had a bunch of TV specials. Puss and Boots, yeah. I mean, there's that's it's just the, the thing is that you take what you got and you blow, you take what you get out of what you yeah, can, and then you make sure you get it, every last cent out if of it. It keeps coming if the money, the money keeps coming in, you take it until it stops. And then some of these toys will end up on you know, like a um, you know, either recyclable or they'll end up in a, a bin for a dollar a piece or some shit like that. Yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, I, and I, I'll admit it, I've gotten toys like that. I've dug shit out of boxes and stuff like, oh, well, this would be kind of cool to have, you know? I'm like, no one else would want it but me, you know? And sometimes they couldn't reach their demographic until they got to that dollar bin. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens. I mean, I, you, I've gone in like different stores and you see some like old figures and I'm like, I remember when that piece of crap came out and he still got it sitting up there on the shelf. So <laughs> That's that kind of thing. I mean, and there's stuff that I know that I bought that I know there's like, why did I buy that? No one wanted that. 
They threw all those out. No. It I mean, wasn't worth it. No, it was it never wasn't. worth it. Well, see, that's the thing. Ultimately, is unless you get some kind of enjoyment out of it, it's not worth it at all. And I think that's what the whole focus of toys should be. It's like, if you get something out of it and you enjoy it and stuff like that. Like, when I... Here, here's, the here's, here's of a, Toy Story. Well, exactly, <laughs> it is. But here's, here's an example of one of the toys. When I was a kid, we had this thing called Evil Knievel. Oh my god. And he had this motorcycle and he was this bendy action figure. It was a piece of crap. You'd break him all the time, right? But the coolest thing about him is you played with it all the time. You put him on the little thing, you rev it up, and he would do flips and he would do all this kind of cool stuff. And then you you play that for hours on end. You make him jump over different things and stuff like that. Now, that toy, that that was toy was a piece of crap toy. It was the action figure was a piece of shit. The the things it would break after like 30, 40 times you played with it. But you played with it for 40 times. Yeah. You played your ass out of it. And it was and then worth you'd want a new. Then you'd get another one because it there's was more cheaper, stuff to do. It was cheap and it was worth something. It was, but then you got some enjoyment out of it. And I think that's what I'm trying to say about the toy thing. Is the lunch, a toy is, is whatever you want it to be. As long as you get an enjoyment out of it. And I'm not talking any other way besides playing with toys and playing with action figures and doing that kind of stuff. That's If it's in something that's that makes you get some joy out of it, it's worth what you paid for it. Even if it is like something you dug out of a, of a dollar bin or something. Yeah. If you give it to some kid and he plays it for 10 minutes, you've, you've bought that 10 minutes of time. So that's the thing about toys is if someone plays it's with all it, what you get enjoys out of it. It with it, then it's worth it. And that's why there's so many different kinds of toys. I mean, everything from video games to action figures and everything in between, toys, movies, and everything. I mean, puzzles like Rubik's Cubes were huge and they still are. Oh, yeah. I, like, mean, I remember when they, when the Rubik's Cube first came out, it was like, my God. The biggest sensation since sliced bread. It was. It was big. And I remember doing it. I remember peeling the, peeling the stickers because I couldn't get it at some point. I remember actually solving my first one. I've, I don't... I, don't think I've ever solved it 100%. I've got two sides, maybe three or two sides. Maybe, no, I've only got two sides, I think. I but that's it. <laughs> I know for sure that Bo, my friend Bo, loves Rubik's Cubes. And he'll he'll just, we'll be playing D&D and it's, it's not his turn at all. He'll just just be playing with one of my Rubik's Cubes and then finish it and put it down on the ground. Yeah, and the worst part about it is the fucker probably didn't even look at it. He's just yeah, exactly. flipping it. And then you go, oh, there it is. And he just puts it up and it's done. Oh, my God. See, them are the people that piss me off. They sit there can take it in like 30 seconds. There it is, done. I'm like, the world record is like three seconds. It's like, fuck, how the fuck did you do that? Motherfucker. They have like special speed cubes to do yeah, it, too. Do. Yeah, I've seen those, too. Gosh. The regular Rubik's cubes are just for, yeah, just leisure do it at your own time. And I then gotta, there's the I gotta speed dig mine ones. back out too. I gotta dig mine out because it is kind of fun just to sit there and play with it, try to get, you know, get one side. One color is, I think I can get one color easily. I think, one mostly, color is probably the easiest yeah. way to do it. Of course it is. <laughs> but it's nice to just, just sit there and do it. Just if you ever want to have like something to take your mind off things, just play mm -hmm. with it like that. Because I think what it does is it, the people that are good at it, people that are good with spatial. Break spatial uh, relationships to different things. Yep. And they're the people that are really good at it. They can they flip it out real quick and like that. Plus they're good with their you know the hand eye coordination, coordination and algorithms as well. Like they oh. Oh. But they but they do them in their head instead of you know 
otherwise, but still. It's good for for those things. I remember because I had one, there was, a, there was a, a triangle one they used to have. Oh, those are weird. Then there was one that was like a double. It was... It, four? four? Was it? No, it was more than four. It had, it was a, a bigger cube. Had more, like eight aside, or how many? There's like nine aside. This had like eighteen aside. Oh. It was a bigger cube, and they did like that. It was kind of neat. But they also had well, there's just like four. The four by four. The four by four is easy. There's a bunch of the smaller ones, and those are a lot easier. But that, I remember getting that one big one once, and that one I was like, I couldn't even get one color. I was so. Yeah, that was confusing as hell. But see, there's a whole bunch of different ones like that, and it's, and it's just funny how that was invented in another country, in a communist country. <laughs> and how popular it is here in the States. Yeah, I know. So it's, I mean, there's like little, little, those little trends and toys that come and go that they stay around, but they're not as big as they once were and stuff like that. I mean, there are people who are buying pet rocks. Oh, I, don't I know get this that. is not like a toy. This is kind of a toy, but it's a novelty thing. People buy the pet rock and say, I got a pet. You're like, ah. What's the difference between a toy and a novelty? Or a novelty toy? <laughs> That's like <laughs> whatever what kind of enjoyability you get out of it. Is not, I can't imagine you buying a rock and be having a lot of enjoyment out of it. You must be lonely. You must, you must be, be so lonely. Or one dumb motherfucker. Did you say, oh, I got a rock. Ooh, look at it. Didn't do nothing. Wow. No. He just needs someone to talk to. A rock with eyes. So, but that just shows the... As stupid as toys can be, they will always be around and they will always, however you use them, as long as you get enjoyment out of it, it's like. And I think that's ultimately what, what, what this whole thing is about. It's like, what have we talked about? We've talked about enjoying the toys that we've had, that we've played with. I still the memories you now. make with them. Like I said, no, I'm, I'm, in, I'm 56 years old. I don't go out and buy toys to play with, but I go out and toys to have that I enjoy them. Like my, like I said, my Funko figures, I'm very, I enjoy having those. Seeing them go, oh, I remember that character. I remember what they were doing. Remember, oh, I like that one because it looks cool, you know. Mm -hmm. And then some of them are just like they make new memories about someone who bought that for me. Oh, I know who bought that for me. It's like I've got some Doctor Who ones that Nathan bought me. I'm like, oh, I remember Nathan bought that yeah. for me. I like those. And then when so, well, Lizzie bought me that for my 50th birthday or something like that. Or I remember those type of things. That's the, the different kinds of enjoyment I get out of toys mm -hmm. now as I'm being older. I don't play. With I don't have enough time to play with yeah. that stuff. Even though people think I have way too much time, but that's beside the point. It's just that that's what they're there for. There's toys and how they affect our lives, but how they we enjoyed them when we did have them and what we enjoyment we got out of them. That's the main important thing about the whole our whole discussion about toys, I think. What do you think? I mean, toys have evolved uh, even since I was a kid. It turned out these like little plastic balls with magnets that can turn into little <laughs> little creatures. And then spinning, the reimagined spinning top. I think you can make a toy out of anything. Specifically when it comes to if you can make a show out of it. If, uh, <laughs> if there is going to be a, uh, a TV show out there or a cartoon about some kid with like a slinky that turns into some magic portal or some shit like that. Slinkies will sell again. Like what? Like Ben 10 or something? Or? Oh my God, the Omnitrix. <laughs> oh, I loved it. That's that's a great way of being like, hey, how can we how can we sell watches to kids? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> how can we sell watches to kids? Make them turn into an alien. 
bet. Okay, we'll do that for a season. Turns out really well. How can we get more money out of this? New season, he's older, new Omnitrix. Beautiful. Sell that one. Oh. It's it's a miracle. It's if miracle. you're creative enough, you can make a show on about about anything, and then sell merchandise the main, for it. Yeah, the main <laughs> aspect of that show. And I can't wait to see what my kids down the line will be into because that's gonna be. I'll I'll finally be like back in my day we had spinning tops, you know, uh, that fought each other. Dad, what the, that's bull crap. That's boring, Dad. <laughs> God, our hologram. My toy does this, and it does this in space. Oh, yeah. Well, the appreciate what you have. <laughs> I used to have a physical ball that could stick with a magnet, and poof, it fight. They'd open up, <laughs> and they were cool back in my day. Well, that's one thing. There's always going to be more toys and more different things that people will want to have and enjoy. I'm sure there'll be other things that come along that will catch people's eyes. There always is. Oh, yeah, no matter what. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a effect of life. People see something, the new big thing, they're like, <gasps> Gasp! Well, yeah, it's like a moth to a flame kind of thing almost. You know? Oh, yeah. It's like those, those toys like when people back... Like with the the Beanie Babies, that was a big thing. And then like before that, it was Cabbage Patch dolls. And before that, it was just, it was something. There was always something that's going to catch. I mean, even attention. with even with the uh, Cabbage Patch stuff, you also had the Garbage Pail Kids. Oh yeah. But so like the spinoffs. Were... You'll, with every main aspect of something, you'll have a spinoff. So like Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh, you had Digimon. Oh yeah. yeah. Like because it's basically the same thing, just yeah. a different name. Did different name. They well, did those are like Thundercats, and you had Thundercats, and what was the other one? There was uh, Skyhawks. Yeah, or something like that. Spacehawks. Technically, like He-Man and Thunder uh, Thundercats were kind of like hand in hand too. It was just He-Man as a cat, Thundercats. Ho. Yeah, yeah. He-Man. Well, by the power of He-Man. Oh, what was no, it? The power of Grayskull, dude. Come on, get by it. the power of Grayskull. And I'm, with that, I never. Got, I never so. Without further ado, I, I think that should conclude our little uh, discussion for today. Uh, my name is Alex, signing off. I'm Warren, signing off. Let's get out of here. Adios. Yeah.